Welcome to the Root and Remedy podcast, where we discuss all things women's health, hormones, fertility, and body confidence. I'm your host, Vanessa, a woman's health and fertility nutritionist and the co-founder of Root and Remedy Wellness. You can find our courses, free community group, and all other resources at rootandremedywellness.com. Do you ever get the feeling that you should be feeling better? Like you should have more energy, you should be happier, you should be less anxious, less stressed, less depressed, less just low mood and monotone and just meh. If you feel that, it's first of all, totally normal for us to go through ebbs and flows, but I'm here to tell you literally right now, and I want this to be crystal clear that you deserve to feel fucking amazing. Like if you are in your 20s, 30s, 40s, anywhere in that timeline, you should feel very good right now. Like you have the capacity and the ability to tap into a ton of energy. And if you're dragging your feet every day, if you're sleeping and not waking up feeling rested, if you're always crashing and needing a nap in the middle of the day, or you survive on coffee, but it also makes you feel like an anxious mess, there are simple things that you can do when done consistently will literally change your life. And I am all for giving ourselves compassion and patience and understanding that yes, there are always things that we can do, but also if we try to do everything all at once, it's going to be overwhelming and no one can do every tip and trick and hack under the sun consistently forever. But at the same time, if you are feeling like absolute shit and trash, you need to have that serious conversation with yourself saying, okay, what am I genuinely doing that is sabotaging myself? What am I doing, what knowingly or unknowingly, sometimes we'll take a little bit of detective work that is adding to the fact that I feel like garbage all the time, or I see these things that maybe I know I want to stop doing, or I know I want to break, or maybe things that I know I'm not doing that I really want to be doing. It is such a beautiful balance for us to have compassion and self-love for ourselves, but also to hold ourselves to our highest potential and to trust and know that we can and do deserve better. You get one body your entire life. You get one life to live, one body to live it in, one brain. You have to take care of this vessel that you're in. And today I'm just going to break down four really simple, straightforward, and easy things that you can do multiple times a week, or some of them are every day that will genuinely change your life. And if you are only going to focus your effort on four things, I would say, try these four things of course, number one, if you're dealing with like exhaustion before we get into the four things and you're not sleeping, please, for the love of God, get some goddamn sleep. Like at least seven hours of sleep every night, that needs to be a non-negotiable even before you jump into these four things because that's going to make everything else more difficult. But even while you're working on your sleep, you can add in these four things. So the reason why I want to talk about this is because there are, it's, it's, sometimes it feels like you have to do all of these random things that don't correlate with each other. These simple steps in the foundations feel too good to be true, but that's not the case when it comes to getting your body back to a place of homeostasis, of where you're naturally energetic, where it's getting what it needs. Essentially what's happening, if you're feeling like garbage or you're feeling exhausted, or you're just thinking to yourself, I really, I really want to be feeling better, especially with, with the area or the place I'm at in my life right now. 
it is just a sign that your body isn't getting what it needs somehow, or it's depleted somehow. So these four things are going to be really adding to your life and filling your cup when it comes to you moving throughout your day with so much more energy. You're also going to in turn have more confidence. You're going to be able to work out. You're going to be able to do these different things that maybe you don't have energy for because you're exhausted all the time. And how are you going to do stuff and implement new changes when you're exhausted all the time? But I just wanted to preface it with, yes, give yourself unconditional compassion and love, but at the same time, you really, you really do deserve to feel good. And you also need to give yourself a little kick in the pants if you are not doing the things that you know you need to do, or you're not doing anything on this list. And now that you hear it, I don't want you to just turn off the episode and be like, yeah, yeah, sounds good. I want you to actually think of at least one of these things that you're going to implement consistently. You don't have to do all four, but maybe you start with one, you do it for a couple weeks, you add a second, you add a third. I'm not kidding. When I say these four things, they sound super easy and they are, will genuinely change your life. Okay. Number one, getting morning sunlight and a walk outside within the first hour of waking. This Oh my sweet baby Jesus, if you were to do one thing that will give you more energy throughout the day, that will regulate your appetite, that will help your hormone balance, that will help you sleep better at night, that will have you wake up feeling more rested, so much of this is related to something called your circadian rhythm. This is your 24-hour biological clock that literally controls everything your body does. Everything from your sleep-wake cycles to your energy levels to your digestion, your organ function, everything. And what happens when we're feeling exhausted and when when we're not getting sunlight within the first hour of waking, you are not giving your body and brain the signal that it needs to tell what time it is, to tell that it's morning. And your body isn't getting the signal to create cortisol, to create these wakeful hormones, to get your body going, to stimulate digestion, stimulate your appetite, get you excited for the day. And this is the simplest thing. And yes, it requires discipline. All of these things are so easy to do, but they're also so easy not to do, right? It's very easy for you to just go through your morning, end up going till lunchtime or even until you log off at your at the end of the day from your computer and never go outside. That's very, very, very easy. But it's also very easy to take five minutes in your morning. I promise, I know you've got five minutes. Don't you lie to me. I know you've got five minutes. And step outside, go on a little walk around the block, even just sit on your porch, literally any way that you can get some natural sunlight, no sunglasses, get that light through your eyes. I know that you've got time to do that, but you do have to stay disciplined and do it every single morning. It will rock your goddamn world. Like I promise you, you will start sleeping better. You will be more energetic. You will also feel very fresh. Sunlight and nature are just such potent medicines that we forget. A lot of us, we have something called nature deficit disorder. We call it NDD. And essentially we've gone from being connected with nature, being one with nature, living in the light and dark cycles of nature without all of our computers and laptops and phones and lights and everything like that. And we've stepped so far away from connecting with earth and connecting with those light, dark cycles of just our day and our environment and you getting back into that is paramount to you feeling better because you are made to sync with the light dark cycles of the day. You are a mammal. It is in our biology for us to crave nature, for us to crave sunlight. That's why we feel so good after a day at the beach or after a walk in nature, your body's literally wired for it. So don't play with me five minutes 
outside, go on a walk around the block. If you can do more than five minutes, amazing. But we're starting with five because I know you've got five minutes in the morning. So that's number one. That is going to rock your goddamn world, give you more energy, help you sleep better at night, change your life. Number two, eating a high fat, high protein breakfast within the first 90-ish minutes of the day. Ideally within the first 30 to 60, but I'm going to give you a little bit of grace. Let's try to say within the first one to two hours of waking. So maybe you wake up and you go on your walk and you come back and you have breakfast. One huge piece that we don't really talk about very often, especially since intermittent fasting and all this stuff has become so trendy, right? And everyone's talking about how it's the best thing ever. Yes, when you're a male and a postmenopausal female or woman, it is different because you're not in your fertile years. You are not as sensitive to stress as someone is when they are in their fertile years. So if you're a man or you're a postmenopausal woman, you can play around with intermittent fasting a little bit more. Not necessarily that you should, but you can. Whereas if you are someone in your fertile years and you are not feeling your best and you know you can feel better, please, for the love of God, get your body some nourishment in the morning. Give yourself a high fat, high protein breakfast. So my go-to is a three egg omelet that I prep ahead of time. We've got that linked on our Instagram. If you want to know that recipe, I'll put it in the show notes below. And I usually have half a bagel with cream cheese, or sometimes if I'm more hungry, I'll do a full bagel, whatever I'm feeling that day. Or sometimes I'll do a couple eggs and a piece of sausage that I get from a local market. And maybe I'll just do some fruit on the side instead. But eggs are a beautiful thing to have in the morning. They're so good for you. They are so good for your hormones. Your hormones are made of fat and cholesterol. Eggs are the perfect multivitamin. We literally call them nature's multivitamin. And they have so much fat and cholesterol, beautiful, healthy fats, super healthy cholesterol. And it is so, so, so important that you're getting that in the first couple hours of your day to balance blood sugar. So we're not going to send you on that blood sugar roller coaster of you feeling headaches and cranky and irritable and anxious because your body isn't getting enough nourishment. Or sometimes you'll feel dizzy and sluggish and tired and slow and discombobulated because you don't really know what's going on because your body is struggling. We also need food and nourishment to function. Our brains function at the most optimal capacity when we are well-fed because our brains use up to 25% of our nutrients and our food, literally your metabolism, 25% of that is used by your brain. Like it burns so many calories. Your brain needs so much nourishment. So waking up, getting some sunlight, and then coming back in and having a nourishing breakfast is paramount to set you up for a successful day. Another thing is that going too long without food is very stressful on the body. And if you are chronically stressed, you're going to feel like shit. You are going to feel so anxious, so depressed. You are going to feel overwhelmed, scattered, and maybe you're going to get that tired but wired feeling at night and you can't get a good night's sleep. Or even when you do, you still wake up behind the eight ball like I talked about at the beginning of the episode. And the problem with that is that stress hormones feel really good until they don't. So at the beginning, you may be like, what do you mean? I don't eat breakfast and I feel amazing. That gravy train is going to run out, my friend. So get ahead of that curve. Don't play games with yourself and just make it a priority to have a full breakfast within the first two hours of waking. If you are used to not eating breakfast in the morning, this may take a little bit of time. So for example, I used to intermittent fast because I thought that was, you know, quote unquote health and wellness. And interestingly enough, I had a really bad relationship with food. I was definitely not somebody that should have been intermittent fasting. It was very toxic for me, but you know what? I didn't know it at the time. Hindsight is twenty twenty. So something that I would do when I started to realize how important breakfast was, and I was like, okay, 
I can't deal with this anymore. Like I am feeling very scattered. I'm not feeling a calm sense of energy. I'm feeling a very anxious sense of energy. Start with something small. I started with a Greek yogurt bowl, some fruit, some chia seeds, maybe some homemade granola, or maybe I would do a smoothie. Maybe I'd do a chia seed pudding. I'll put all of those recipes in the show notes because I know you people love your recipes and I'm happy to give them to you. So starting with something small, just because you're not hungry, doesn't mean it's an excuse to not eat at this time. This is almost one of the only times when I'm like, go against your instincts because your body has been trained to not want food in the morning. So if you don't feed yourself in the morning over time, your body is like, oh, true. She doesn't give me breakfast. I am no longer going to spike my hunger hormones in the morning. I'm actually going to start running off of stress hormones instead, deplete and suppress my appetite because I know she doesn't feed me until lunchtime and then I'll get hungry. But the beauty of your body is you can retrain it. So all you're going to do is slowly but surely introduce food. And I want you to do a happy dance celebration cartwheel when you wake up feeling hungry, because that is a sign that your body is doing what it needs to do. It's a sign that you're no longer running off stress hormones, or at least we're moving in the right direction. And it's a beautiful metric of your hormones coming back into balance, especially your reproductive and fertility hormones. So another note on that, if you are someone who is trying to get pregnant or you're trying to optimize fertility, these are all non-negotiables for you. Like 100% be focusing on these. So we've got our morning sunlight and walk outside even just five minutes and then a high fat, high protein breakfast. Like I said, I'll give you some examples in the show notes below. Number three is going to be adding natural electrolytes to your water. And these electrolytes are things like lemon, salt, and aloe vera juice. Coconut water is also one. All of these things are essentially just remineralizing your water. So electrolytes are just minerals that are involved in the process of hydration. And it's not enough to just be drinking plain water all day. If you're not someone who adds minerals back into your water, then usually you're actually just peeing out extra minerals and you're depleting your body over time, making you feel more tired, more dehydrated and more slow. Your brain's not going to work as well. Sometimes you'll get brain fog. Sometimes you'll feel dizzy or you'll just kind of feel out of it. And that sluggish feeling is often related to hydration. You can also have poor stamina and strength in the gym and all of these things are related. So yes, of course, there are a lot of different reasons why you might have those symptoms, but at the very least, we want to make sure that it's not because you're not having enough electrolytes. So all you're going to do is in the morning. So I ideally, even before your walk and breakfast, we can kind of go number one, electrolytes, number two, walk, number three, breakfast, but you're going to take a liter of water or 32 ounces add in a quarter teaspoon of salt or a half teaspoon if you like it more salty, listen to your body. So for example, I'm someone who tends towards low um, blood volume. I've got low blood pressure, kind of that that's the way I tend towards. So when I was explaining this to my doctor, he was like, oh yeah, you need a lot more salt. Like that makes perfect sense as to why you crave a little bit more salt because you tend towards these markers and you tend towards this baseline. So I love the half teaspoon, whereas some people might find it too salty. Just listen to your body, but you won't salt it too much because your taste buds will tell you. So start with a quarter to a half teaspoon of sea salt. So we love Redmond's real salt. You can also do the diamond crystal kosher salt. I'll also link those in the show notes below, but get a good quality sea salt because table salt isn't going to be the same thing. It's not going to have the same minerals. It's stripped of all of that. It's bleached and it's processed and then it's iodized. So try to get a sea salt or a mountain salt. That's just pure, no iodizing, no bleaching, no stripping of any minerals. Then you're going to add juice from half a lemon or a lime. 
we want to get a little bit of vitamin C in there. This is also really great to promote healthy stomach acid production to get digestion going. A lot of people find that this morning drink, we call it an adrenal cocktail because it nourishes your stress response and your adrenal glands. Your adrenal glands are important for regulating your stress response. So we call it adrenal cocktail, even though it's kind of like a mocktail, right? There's no alcohol in it, but adrenal cocktail, mocktail, whatever you want to say. Um, we've got our lemon, we've got our salt. And then number three, is our aloe vera juice. So random pantry staple that you got to have now is aloe vera juice because it's a very potent form or a source of potassium. And potassium is one of the main electrolytes that your body needs. So we've got sodium, that's a main electrolyte your body needs, but you also need to balance it with things like magnesium and potassium. So aloe vera juice, very dense source of potassium. We love that. We're going to do a quarter to a half teaspoon of salt, juice from half a lemon or lime, and then two ounces of aloe vera juice. Make sure it's 100% aloe vera juice, no added sugars or anything like that. And it should be from the inner leaf or inner filet. That is going to be the best kind. And again, I'll link that in the show notes below. So that's your little natural adrenal cocktail there. We can also add magnesium. And if you've listened to any other episodes of the podcast, especially with regards to nutrients, you know, I love magnesium. So piggybacking on this adding natural electrolytes, you can get an, a magnesium powder or a magnesium liquid to put in there, or you can just supplement with capsules of magnesium before bed. That's my personal favorite way to do it because magnesium before bed helps you fall asleep, stay asleep, wake up feeling rested. Dude, if you are not already taking magnesium, I promise you, you will notice a difference. Magnesium is the shit. It's so good. Literally, I've never had a client who's like, oh yeah, I don't feel better after taking magnesium. We are also deficient. It is responsible for over 350 reactions and processes in the body. So that's a lot of things that aren't happening properly. Your energy production being one of them, if you're not having enough magnesium. So again, I'll link in the show notes, but take one to two capsules of a magnesium glycinate before bed, wake up, drink your adrenal cocktail that will cover you for electrolytes. And if you want to even be extra good, have a second adrenal cocktail later in the day. So I love to have one in the morning. And then again, in the afternoon, if you ever get that midday slump and you crave sugar or a coffee or a nap or a snack, Sometimes you're just de deficient and depleted in minerals. So because you've been working all day, maybe you've worked out in the morning or you've just used a lot of mental energy that day. Maybe you were in some meetings, you depleted your social battery. You're going to need to remineralize your body, your entire body, every single organ, every single hormone functions off of minerals. And the trick and catch 22 with minerals is that your body can't make them. There is no way for your body to create minerals on its own. You have to get it through your food. You have to get it through supplements. You have to get it through things like adrenal cocktails. So this is why it's so, so, so important. And I promise you, you're not going to OD on minerals with these adrenal cocktails, but getting them in every day, at least once in the morning, but ideally twice. Also, if you don't want to make an adrenal cocktail, you can use packets. So Element, spelt L-M-N-T, are the best, cleanest, most delicious um, electrolyte packs on the market. There's no shit in them. They're literally like the best breakdown of your minerals, plus no artificial or gross additives, ingredients, sugars, anything like that. They're the best. The orange and the watermelon are my ride or die. I'm literally drinking the watermelon right now. And they're just so, so, so good. So you can make your adrenal cocktail. I usually like to have element with my workout, but I drink my adrenal cocktail in the morning by myself. I think it's a nice thing that I make myself in the morning and I really enjoy it. So 
The fact that every single organ and hormone relies on minerals means that you need to be replenishing that. And when you feel depleted, instead of you thinking, I need coffee, I need sugar, I want you to think, oh, I think I just need minerals. I think I've just been working hard today, or maybe I've been sweating, or maybe I've just been using a lot of my brain power today. Start to change your mindset because you don't have a deficiency in coffee. You don't have a deficiency in sugar. You don't, maybe you need a nap actually. Maybe you, you do have a deficiency in sleep. <laughs> maybe you genuinely do need some sleep. If so, take a nap. But even better, pair an adrenal cocktail or an element pack with your nap and see how that feels. I bet you you'll feel like a million bucks. You're not deficient in those other things, but you probably are deficient in your minerals because so many of us are. So add that adrenal cocktail mid-afternoon when you find that slump, and I promise you, you will feel better. Okay, number four, because we've got our sunlight and morning walk, we've got our high-fat, high-protein breakfast within the first two hours of waking, ideally one hour, but let's give you a little bit of flexibility. And then number three, adding natural electrolytes like your lemon, aloe, salt, or an element electrolyte pack to your water, ideally twice a day, but at least just once a day to remineralize your body, to get a ton more energy in a natural source. Okay. Number four is make sure that you are resistance training at least once a week, ideally two, three, maybe even four times per week. This means lifting heavy ass weight. Okay. Yes. We love walks every day. Yes. We love just general movement, but if you want the most bang for your buck, when it comes to balancing hormones, increasing energy, increasing your self-confidence, because you feel like a hot piece when you're working out consistently and you're lifting heavy weight, trust me, I promise you as someone who has struggled a lot with their body image in a lot of different ways, resistance training consistently, showing up for yourself at the gym consistently, doing hard fucking things makes you feel so good about yourself. It makes you feel more confident. It makes you feel more attractive. It makes you feel sexy. It makes you put yourself out there more. It makes you trust that you deserve good things in this world and in this life. And it is just such a beautiful thing to do something hard for an hour or two hours or 30 minutes a few times a week. It really does move you so much further in life than if you were to not do that at all. If you were to avoid doing those hard things, especially working out, it's like manufactured adversity, right? Because life's pretty good these days for most of us. If you're listening to this podcast on your iPhone, life's pretty good. So manufacturing and putting that adversity into your week or into your day is really important. You stepping to the barbell saying, oh my God, this is heavyweight. I don't know if I can do these eight reps, but I'm going to give it everything I've got, or I'm really going to try. I'm going to show myself that I can do hard things. So good for your self-confidence, but also unbelievable for your energy levels. So let's talk about why this is. Number one, building muscle. Building muscle on your frame. Your body is made to have muscle on your frame. It's only recently that we've stepped away from that. Even if you look at what gym classes used to be like in high schools in the 90s or even just a, a few decades ago, they are dramatically different than what we have now. We have gotten weaker as a society. We've gotten um, a lot softer in the sense that we don't have the same muscle mass. We don't have the same drive and training that we did in exercise compared to a few decades ago or 20 years ago or so. So it's just something we've lost touch with. And maybe no one's told you that resistance training consistently is going to change your life. You just think, oh, well, I'm not a bodybuilder. Why would I do that? But no, I promise you it is going to rock your goddamn world. If you're not doing it consistently, you are about to fall in love with this. You're welcome in advance. <laughs> so putting muscle on your frame, your body's made for that. It not only increases and 
supports your progesterone to estrogen ratio. So increases progesterone hormone, which is your fertility, one of your main fertility hormones. It is amazing in regulating your cycle, regulating your period, regulating your overall sense of well-being. So helping you feel calm, cool, collected, and energized before your period, as opposed to anxious, moody, irritable, and like a menace, like a depressed, anxious mess the week before your period. That's number one. It helps to balance out estrogen. So a lot of us have too high of estrogen levels. It helps to bring those down a little bit, which is really helpful. It also helps to keep you regular when it comes to your digestion. It really helps to support regular elimination and bowel movements. It helps support your liver function and detoxification. It also just helps your mental health a lot. So there are tons of studies coming out now, which I'm so thankful for that we're doing this research about how effective exercise is at regulating mental health. In so many clinical trials, it is outperforming medication or at the very least used in tandem with medication. It is significantly improving the efficacy of that medication. And sometimes people can even transition transition off their medication if as long as they keep up with their exercise. It is unbelievable. The research is incredible. So do it for your mental sanity. Do it for feeling sexy and feeling confident. Do it for your hormones. Do it for your energy levels. There are so many reasons to do it. And then the last one that I'll mention is that your muscle is also a sink for something called glucose. So if you're someone who loves her sugar, loves her carbs, that's great. And we never want to cut out a food group. I'd never ask you to not eat carbs. Obviously, we just want to balance it with fat and protein, eat whole foods, yada, yada, yada. But it's also so important for regulating something called your blood sugar. So your muscles absorb that sugar. They absorb that and they help to balance out your blood sugar so much more easily and so much more effectively compared to the same person who doesn't have any any muscle on their frame. So you'll not only feel more energetic, more clear-headed, you'll feel more confident in your body, most likely have a better body composition in the sense that you're going to feel sexy and attractive. All of these things are so amazing, but it also really does help the biology and the physiological sides and the hormones that maybe you wouldn't really think of. So it's just another reason why we want you lifting heavy ass weight, like get up to that bar, squat 10 times, put weight on it and then take a rest and then squat 10 more times and take a rest. And then maybe you move on to chin-ups or maybe you move on to a shoulder press or a chest press, or you do other exercises. I will link my favorite programs in the show notes. They're amazing to follow. I love them so much. They're from a very well-known podcast and company called Mind Pump. These guys know what they're doing. So just link to their or try out their programs. They're amazing. If you also want to learn more about resistance training, I will link my episode with Cortland. She is a fabulous personal trainer and someone I'm very thankful to call one of my best friends. I will link that in the show notes. She's fabulous. If you wanted to hire a trainer, she's a great option to go with, especially if you want to work in person. She's Nova Scotia. If you want to work online, she can also do that, but she's also someone that I trust. And it's just so great to have a plan, to have a protocol in place to follow, especially if you're new to the gym and you want to get into resistance training because you're learning how good it is for you. Okay. So we've got those four things. Number one, sunlight and a walk outside in the morning, at least five minutes, no sunglasses, get outside. Number two, your high fat, high protein, whole foods based breakfast in the morning within a couple hours of waking. 
Number three, adding natural electrolytes to your water, drinking that adrenal cocktail or using element packs at least once a day, but ideally twice, especially if you're someone who's really exhausted and depleted. And then number four, making sure that it's a non-negotiable for you to resistance train at least once a week, but ideally maybe three times a week. If we want to do a full body resistance training workout three times a week, for example, that's an amazing place to get to and to work up to. If you are someone who's low energy, we're really craving, like we need to feel better. These are four very simple steps and habits to put in place that I promise will change your life forever and will make you feel like a million bucks. Start slow if you need to. You don't want to take everything all at once, but make yourself a promise that you will implement at least one of these things sustainably and consistently. And then over time, if you can add to it, that is even better. And I swear on my life, I swear to you that you will see results within the first few weeks if you're doing these things consistently. Like within two weeks, you will feel more energized. Sometimes within a few days, people are pooping more. They're waking up feeling more rested. They're feeling so much better. It is unbelievable how quickly you can feel so good when you are giving your body what it needs to thrive and you are handling your baseline foundational needs. That's really all that's happening when you're not feeling your best. There's something that's out of balance and these four things are going to help you get back to a place where you are feeling amazing. Thank you so much for listening to the Root and Remedy podcast. If you like this episode and you find our information helpful, then it would mean the world to us if you would leave a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Whether that's Spotify, Apple, Google, or somewhere else, just click that rating and review button and leave five stars. That allows us to continue to bring you great guests, free information in the women's health field, and get this podcast out to more people who need it. And of course, if you want to explore any of our courses, our one-on-one services, or any other resources, we have, you can find everything at rootandremedywellness.com.